All right, what's up, everyone? It's Zach, and today I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with Ernie. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Glad to hear you're doing well. I'm doing well, too. And uh, yeah, it's an honor to have you on. Thanks for making the time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for reaching out. Of course. So for those of you listening back home, really, I... um, we actually through uh, connecting for the podcast, we've realized that we, we maybe have a, a few more connections than we might have realized on the surface. But uh, really cool guy, um, big, big uh, passion for music, which, you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, I love music. But uh, Ernie, he's, he's a mu- music artist um, doing some big things in the music scene. So that's kind of where you can find him and what his main priority is right now. But um, do you mind kind of giving the audience a little bit of rundown on who you are, what you're doing, all that good stuff? Yeah, so um, like like you said, my name is Ernie. My stage name is It's Ernie, I-T-S-E-R-N-I-E. Um, I've been rapping for probably taking it serious for like four or five years now. Um, I, you know, I grew up in the area right around Detroit, of course, and now I'm based and located in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I moved to Fort Worth probably three, four years ago now and just really met uh, my team, my current label, and just kind of took my music career to the next level. Um, so definitely seen some good growth. I've done shows um, in Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Alabama, Michigan, of course, um, and just really growing the music, um, really making a career for myself. And this past year, just really focused on content as well. So that's that's really me in a nutshell, just growing with music, growing with content and being content creator and making connections and you know doing doing what i love to do i love that it, it's so important to do what you love and and it's really kind of just inspiring to see all that you've been doing these days you mentioned that you you know you're from the detroit area and you moved to texas uh was the move to texas was that primarily for the music career or did you just want to move somewhere and then it just happened to work out since you moved down that way yeah my last job moved me um i actually went to michigan state mm-hmm. um got a job out of school um, they moved me to Alabama for a little while and they moved me to Texas and you know, the rest is history. Things kind of just took off from there. Okay. Um, so everything really just worked out and came together. Gotcha. And now Texas, um, is that a pretty, I guess, like busy or, you know, kind of like the place for music these days, or is it, have you just kind of like carved your own like niche out that way? Yeah, I think Fort Worth has an incredible music scene. Um, okay. It's really community-based. Um, it's really easy to grow here. It's really easy to make connections here. Yeah. Um, Fort Worth and Detroit are really similar. Like, they're blue-collar, underdog cities. I feel like people don't talk about a lot. And yeah. um, you definitely kind of get the chip-on-your-shoulder vibe. And then the music community in Fort Worth, I've met so many people, um, had so many great opportunities. Like, in the past year, I've opened up for Ace Hood. I just opened up for Paul Wall. Um and I mean, all of those opportunities and connections came through meeting people here. Yeah. Um, Fort Worth is like 30 miles from Dallas. So the DFW okay. area is huge. I mean, a lot of opportunity. Um, I do like Dallas a lot. The music scene is definitely a little different, but there's really two different markets that I'm within 30 miles of Right. Um, for, for music and business. So I, I just, I really love it here. Um, and it, it's a great place to grow. That's really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of music, but uh, I'm not too plug scene or the community. So it's really cool to hear that out there in Texas, um, there is quite quite the big scene. Um, and I also didn't know about Fort Worth and kind of that 
you know, kind of similar to Detroit mentality and feel that it has. I think that's really cool. And from being out, you know, from you originally being in Detroit, the Detroit area, I think it it's kind of like that cool transition. Like you're still kind of getting the same environment um, that kind of has always been accustomed to you. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's nice. And there's a bunch of people from Michigan here too. I like my, my roommates uh, from Flint. Um, okay. I, I meet people all the time that are from back home. So it's, it's yeah. great. I love that. That's awesome. Um, you said, so you've been, you've been rapping for a while. You've been doing music for a while. When you first kind of got into it, was it something that right away you knew like, Hey, this is what I want to do. Or was it just kind of like, Oh, I'm just kind of messing around having fun. And then it kind of took off from there. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've been rapping for years. I mean, I was a kid at the lunch table. I, <laughs> I mean, I was, I was freestyling in a pod and C pod and, you know, like, I mean, we yeah. went to the same high school, so people right. understand those references, but like, shoot, I did the MME rap, um, for the announcements <laughs> way back in the day. I so. remember that now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Still stuck yeah. in my head to this day. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm glad catchy hooks. Uh, I pride myself in, but, um, <laughs> No, yeah, like, I mean, it's always been a passion. I really like connecting with people and making a positive impact. Um, and then, you know, I went I went to Michigan State. It was the same thing, like, doing shows, you know, open up for people. Um, but I feel like, like, the last, like, two to three years, I've really given it, like, 100%. Um, and it's, you know, it's paid off with dividends of really, like, inspiring people, building a fan base, and just, like, being out and about and, you know, um, you know having having something to do, Mm -hmm. uh, building a community just really just like inspiring and motivating people and just just having a good time like I'm definitely a people person and like making the music that people can rock to and connect to is, is you know really drives me I think that's really cool I mean I, I can tell how passionate you are about it and just the fact that you know it's all about kind of positivity and making that connection for you I think that that's important because I think sometimes we get a little lost in, you know, the impact that we can have or how music is a form of art that can bring people together or give people something to celebrate or be happy about. So it's really cool that you kind of have that focus when it comes to your own musical career. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. When it comes to, you know, your own original music and everything, are you writing and producing everything on your own? Or like, I know you mentioned you have a team. Do you have people that you work with for some of those things or is it kind of like a collaboration effort? Yeah, so I'm writing all my all my lyrics are written by me. Okay. Um, I do work with a couple different producers, some producers from here, some producers from Detroit. Uh, my roommate produces for me as well. Um, so I mean, I made a lot of connections throughout the years, um, and it's great to like foster those and like really, yeah. um, you know, really maintain those connections. Like, I mean, I probably shoot one of my main producers I met at Michigan State. Okay. Like, uh, at a showcase, you know, and we, I mean, we've made hits together. We've made a lot of records together. Um, I think my last three, almost like two out of three of my last tracks and my next one were produced by him. His name is Jupiter. Okay. Um, and I think he um, is working with a couple record labels. So he might have some really good news to announce soon. I'm not going to do it for him, but <laughs> um, so it's been great to grow with him and like, well, you know, watch him level up and yeah. you know, me do the same. That's awesome. Very cool. And you said you, you do all your own lyrics, you write your own lyrics, um, writing process, if you don't mind kind of sharing a little bit about that. What's that look like? Yeah, well, I really, it really goes twofold. And I really just like, I mean, rap about my life. Like, I think a lot of people, one of their favorite songs is called I Just Moved to the South. Okay. And it's just me rapping about how I moved to Bama. And then, and then I came to Texas, like, I just moved to the South. I need some gold in my mouth. Like, just kind of... um rapping about real life events because i feel like 
it's authentic and it's like what inspires me and motivates me. So like most of the stuff you hear, like true events actually happen. Like, Hey, like this is my life. No cap in these raps. <laughs> um, and uh, sometimes I like hear a beat and it's just an instantaneous, like, okay, like I got a hook. Let me write the verse. Like it's easy. And then like, sometimes it's like, okay, I have this song that I really want to express this feeling. I really want to get this out. So let me write the whole song and then just look for the beat. It, it really depends. And okay. I mean, I've been freestyling for years. So like some records, I'm just literally, I'll just freestyle on it for like yeah. a couple takes. And then we'll just take like the best version of that and get it ready for release. Okay. Awesome. I love that. And I know you mentioned that, uh, you know, this your your track to South, that's one that a lot of people seem to like. Um, I know it's, it's one of those questions, like what's, what's your or like who's your favorite child but um do you have a favorite track that you've written or over your career yeah it's it's hard to pick I feel like I have like there's definitely eras of tracks I have like favorite eras okay um like uh like I have a song called Kaizen Flow um and I, I used to work in the automotive industry so like Kaizen like anyone who works in that in that area or in manufacturing like knows like Kaizen and continuous improvement so like mm-hmm it was fun for me to like flip my nine to five to like my passion is and just name a song called Kaizen flow. Um, the South is one of my favorites. Um, Ernie mode is one of my favorites. I mean, it's, it's dubbed Ernie mode, 10 shots. Um, definitely gets the party started. Um, and then like one of my most recent favorites is take my phone away, which is literally just a breakup song about, you know, take my phone when I'm drunk cause you're texting a girl. So like, it's like the era of life I'm in. I have favorite songs. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think that's cool because I mean, like you said, the, the eras of life. And I think that you can look back on past eras or, you know, songs that you put out and been like, wow, like that's where I was during that time. Or I mean, just imagine like 20 years, you're going to have this whole just collection of stuff that you're going to be able to look back at and see like, oh, like this is how I was feeling or this is what I was going through. I think that's really cool. It's kind of like almost like keeping a journal, but a public one where everyone's hearing your thoughts and experiences yeah no it's fun and like i'm i'm getting ready to make an album and like i feel like that albums are going to be the same way where it's like dang man we we did this album here and we were there and we did this album here like you know like like your favorite artists and musicians you always see like where they were when they made those albums and those tracks and it's great to see you know myself evolve as a musician and as a person yeah and also it's cool for like fans to be like bro i remember when you made this and now you're making that so yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you mentioned, you know, the the growth that you've had throughout your musical career. What would you say has been like the biggest area that you've grown in since you started to where you're at now? Um, I think just like consistency and then like writing and recording. Like I've been, I've been freestyling for years now, which mm-hmm. is crazy to say and think, but like it's only been since high school where like, hey, I'm gonna show up to the party and rap about my friends to now where it's like, I'm doing polished performances um, on big stages, you know, in, in front of big people and big acts. Um, I think just like the writing and the polishing of the sound where it's like, I mean, you know, like every musician has a story like, man, my friends thought I was so whack back in the day. And now they're <laughs> like, dude, my wife plays your song in Target. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's awesome. No, I appreciate yeah. it. And, you know, so like, I think just the polished records, like you, like as a musician, you learn about mixing and mastering mm-hmm. and you learn, about production and um you know getting in the right studios like okay you used to record out your bedroom now you're going to a a professional studio you know so like the investment and the 
just the 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 maturation of your music you know it sometimes mm-hmm. it takes time some people are really quick with it you know some sometimes it takes longer but it's always great to see like something like music that you're really competing against yourself you know yeah no for sure and you mentioned performing on you know stages performing in front of large groups and crowds and um you know big names and everything how has performing been for you? Like, I know that you've always, like you said, freestyled and stuff in, in front of groups of friends and at parties and whatnot, but like, was getting up on a stage and doing it, was that kind of an intimidating or scary feeling or was it pretty natural for you? It's, it's, I mean, I've done it a while, yeah. but it's definitely become more natural now where okay. like, I mean, I went from, I used to work at Sky Zone on Four Road. Yeah. I think that was like my first show, like just, hey, told the manager, let me grab the mic or whatever. <laughs> to like doing like festival stages, like right. doing festivals, um, rapping in front of 200 to 300 people, like just like stuff like that is, um, it's not like second nature, but you just get more comfortable the more you do it. So, yeah. um, it, it, you know, definitely, it definitely feels good. Um, but it's definitely, I'm like, I feel real comfortable on stage. And I love doing it because I feel like performing and connecting with people from, you know, the little kid that's bopping to your music that probably doesn't understand what you're saying. So, like, <laughs> um, I have a song called Fonzie. And, like, I'm like, hey, parents, make sure you tell your kids who Fonzie is. They're like, oh, my God, you know. So. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, that's kind of what I anticipated you saying. That, like, it's, you know, you've definitely grown a lot in terms of, how comfortable you are on stage from when you started to now but it's cool to kind of see that growth and um you know just from the the clips and videos i've seen of your performances i mean it shows that you you have that energy that stage presence which i think is cool because it looks like you're just having fun up there and i think that's the important part yeah no it's a blast i appreciate it but it's it's a blast like it's probably like i I always compare stuff to sports so people get it it's like man it's like you practice you practice practice and it's like game day under the lights and you just have your set and it's 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 just the greatest time do you when you perform do you feel that like you feed off a lot of the crowd energy oh yeah and like i mean like like the greats will talk about it like uh like you know i study everybody but like drake talked about how he used to like like when he started when he started performing he'd get all nervous like Mm -hmm. he'd just like look straight down so to like help him get past that and connect with the audience he would make like eye contact with people so like I like I like eye contact on stage is so important and like sometimes like certain shows like because we're like you know like we see everyone when you're performing and like some I've been in some shows where like the lights are so bright and you can barely see people okay and I was like cool but it's like great like doing like intimate shows where it's like man you got a packed venue of 100 people and like I can see the girl mouthing my words I can see the dude just going crazy jumping and then I can mm-hmm. like and then I've been the opener where it's like okay, I'm going to focus on this person and, like, they're not going to know me, my first song, but on my last song, they're going to be, like, singing the words. So, like, that's yeah. cool to see. But just to really, like, connect with people, like, hey, like, yo, like, I'm up here, I'm doing it. Um, that's that's always awesome. No, for sure. Um, you, you just mentioned Drake. So, of course, I'm assuming, you know, like you said, you, you kind of learn from a lot of the, the greats out there. But um, has there been any other artists or specific ones that really have kind of inspired you or you've looked up to throughout your journey? Oh, yeah. Childish Gambino, okay. Drake, Kendrick Lamar, um, Chance the Rapper, Travis Scott, Big Sean, Eminem. Like, I mean, those are definitely Logic. Like, Logic was my first concert. Okay. Um, so those are definitely some of the greats that I've looked up to, learned from. 
been inspired by bump in the whip like yeah it's um you know um but like Charles Gambino is still my favorite rapper and like his diversity of talent like all the stuff he does like that's yeah. like that's like my goal like hey rapper turn actor turn comedian I don't know about the comedian part but definitely rapper turn actors in my career plan yeah no that's awesome I'm, I'm a big fan of uh childish you know <laughs> Donald Glover however you want to refer to him as uh super yeah. talented guy so no, that's really cool. And I, I love the diversity as well that he he has with the skill set. And yeah, I think like kind of like you said, just being able to learn from the other people that are in your industry or that are doing the things that you want to do. Um, even like if you never get to have a conversation with any of the people that you, you listen to, I'm named, you can, you know, watch interviews, hear how they work in the studio. You know, you can still get that kind of information, even if you never like personally connect with them. And I think that's something that's... Uh, everyone you know i'd encourage everyone to do whatever their passion is to people in that that their lane and kind of learn from them or try to get some advice or or kind of tips from them yeah no i i agree like um i mean it's part of the journey and like yeah i feel like like the entertainment industry like there's so many things you can do with it like rappers become actors actors become rappers i mean we have Mm -hmm. content creators and you know, and the, the, the YouTubers becoming boxers. And it's like, I mean, yeah. it's all entertainment. Um, and they're all, I feel like, similar to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, like, people don't think about it like that. But, it, like, it makes sense. Like, hey, if you're a rapper, you're telling your story. Mm-hmm. When you're acting, like, theater, you're still telling a story. It's a different scripted story, but it's, you know, it's similar. And, and, and like, right. we, we see with wrestling and boxers now, too, and, like, all the YouTubers, it's like, I mean, it's a way different story, but you're still putting on a show, and I mean, exactly, it's it's not rigged like they want us <laughs> to believe. But right. I feel like you know, it's still putting on a show for people, building it up, you know, doing the promotion and then having a show and selling that product. Exactly. So I know that you mentioned um, something that you're you're kind of working on and been focusing on is content creation. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, it's been a crazy journey. And I think, um, like, music now in the industry, like, post-COVID, um, has changed, you know, tr- dramatically. Like, TikTok, like, this TikTok stars. Like, it used to be, like, SoundCloud rappers, and everyone yeah. blew up on SoundCloud, and everyone blew up on YouTube, and they had these crazy music videos. Well, I feel like, you know, post-COVID and around that time, like, everyone's on TikTok, and TikTok is building careers. So... Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking with my team, um, the label Trend Music out here in Fort Worth, and like our management was literally just, hey guys, you got to make a TikTok a day. You got to blow up on TikTok. You got to, you know, influence people and make this short form content. Like like five, six years ago, I was like, man, you drop a music video once a month and you drop a song once a month, you're consistent, you'll blow up. Yeah. But now it's like you make a TikTok sound or go viral on TikTok. Like there's so many examples of artists who've done that and gotten careers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how you really blow up. So I think last summer I just really got committed. Like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to blow up on TikTok. I'm going to blow up on TikTok. And I started a series called Crazy Bars I've Heard. And like mm-hmm. that was like around last July. And now like TikTok, I have about 136,000 followers. Um, I have an Instagram with about, think 70,000 right now um my Facebook's almost on 10k and like I mean the content has just gone crazy like I've done a couple brand deals with some alcohol companies um CSXM I've worked with the tourism division of Fort Worth so like visit Fort Worth 
Um, so it's just really became like a whole new career for me. Yeah. And, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of cool, but it's kind of, it's like not what you expect, but it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, of course, like another source of income in the entertainment industry. Like I'll definitely take that. And then yeah. it's cool to connect with people in a way like that. Where like, I mean, I have a couple of followers. I'm like, like uh, Paul Pierce follows one of my pages. Like, wow. um, sway in the morning is like, yeah. Oh, like, like we're going back and forth about something or some rap line. And I'm like, this is like, this is kind of cool. So yeah. I'm definitely like proud of it, but it's definitely like a new lane, a new wave mm-hmm. for me for sure. That like a year and a half ago, you told me, yeah, you're going to blow up on TikTok and Instagram and have this. And I would be like, bro, that's, that's crazy. But you know, definitely, definitely happy for happy about it. Yeah. It's really cool that you've had that success with it. And um, when you're doing like the content creation and then you're also doing your musical career like do you find it ever hard to like is it almost like i i wish i had more time so i could do it all or have you kind of found that perfect balance that you need to kind of put focus into both yeah no it's really interesting because it really feels like two businesses right now okay um, where it's like hey like i have like my content creator stuff my crazy bars i've heard stuff like okay i'm gonna do this like this day or this hour or this session and then i have like my Ernie, my music stuff. It's like, Hey man, like, all right, I'm rapping, I'm doing shows and promoting, selling merch. So it's like really like two businesses, which is like, Oh wow. That's a lot of work, but also like, it's, you know, it's great, you know, in other ways, like it's what I want. Like it's my passion. So it's um, like, I feel like everyone, you know, who works hard or does something like this, like you, like everyone knows, like it takes the time it takes the diligence, but it, it definitely pays off. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's a good point that like it takes the time, the diligence, and you have to be patient. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned with the social you know, people can blow up with like one song and alter their career. But I feel like outside of, you know, the the massive overnight success, a lot of it, it takes a long time to kind of build and, and grow. And, you know, you have to kind of be patient with it and can't just expect instant results all the time. Yeah. And it, I mean, it took it. I mean, it definitely took a while. Like I tell people, um, like I teach a class. Um, for my label and like I tell people like you just got to do it like once a day and like I mean that sounds like a lot but like when it becomes a routine like hey like I, I wake up shower brush my teeth and then post a TikTok like once it be car- becomes part of your routine it's like second nature but like I mean that's also the the work it takes like mm-hmm. just like high school football it's like man you got to work out three times a week like you got to go to every workout like yeah to get big and strong so like content creation is like the same thing is like just got to be creative you know find your lane and just post once a day twice a day as many times as you can and um the stuff that works you keep doing and and you know all these social media apps reward you and stuff that doesn't work you just go back to the drawing board so i mean it definitely takes time and Mm -hmm. and diligence and consistency but it's definitely possible because if, if I can do it, you know, like I tell people, if I can do it or you can do it, it's so cliche yeah. and so like, oh, you're crazy. But like when you actually like do it and like you actually like listen to the people who are like saying the same things, you know, mm-hmm. and like doing similar stuff, it's like, yeah, man, like if you crack that code, it's right. It's a great feeling. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to content creation or, or anything kind of in that creative, um, something that kind of people is that like it, it does take that long kind of thing so I, I think about like content creation maybe someone posts um you know a video on youtube or they post you know a tiktok instagram post whatever and it gets you know maybe three 
or one like or something. And I think a lot of people get discouraged right away from that. Um, how, like, I guess, what kind of advice do you have from like when you're in the very beginning and you aren't really seeing kind of like the huge numbers you want? Like, how how can you stay motivated and keep going with it? Yeah, I definitely relate it to the gym, right? Like, if you okay. like, it's like the gym and New Year's resolutions. Like, everyone comes yeah. January 1st. I'm gonna lose like 30 pounds right and it's like you know it's not just like okay I'm gonna work out once a day for January and lose 30 pounds it's sometimes it's not that easy sometimes you might gain a little weight and muscle sometimes you're like you know your routine's not right so it's really just like the gym where like like with the gym you just got to go through it you just got to go like the person who goes to the gym three times a week January, February, March is probably in better shape with someone who starts in January really hot and then just fizzles out. So yeah. like with, with me, it's just, I just post through it. Like if I have a successful video, I, I study why it's successful, like why I connected with people, like what else can I do with it? And then I just keep, you know, posting the same thing or similar stuff. And like, yeah, you might have some videos that, Oh, this one, I had one that did a thousand and one did 20 and one did 50 and then one did 300. But like, you just got to keep posting and keep going through it. Cause that video that did a thousand, it did a thousand for a reason. You did a good job with it. And then you just got to keep rolling. And then your next video that pops off is going to do 2000 and mm-hmm. then you keep growing and growing. It's just like staying consistent and um, just really tuning into your audience and like, Hey, why was this successful? Like, why did people connect with this one? You know? So, yeah. um, you just got to post through it <laughs> and with yeah. the gym, you just got to wake up and go. It sucks. Sometimes we just got to wake up and go. Yeah, no, I, I think that's great advice. And something that, I mean, like I, it's not really something that I've seen personally, just cause like, I'm not really in the creative, like content creation space too much. I mean, the podcast, like say, but, um, what I wanted to put out there to people is like, you might post a video or something tomorrow and you might get like 20 likes, but, or, you know, views or whatever, but like in a couple months that video could blow up. And I think that's kind of like the crazy thing with like social media that like, just because maybe you're not seeing like the instant results right away, that doesn't mean that like, it's not just going to go viral in a, a couple months or a year because of, you know, something that's, that makes it relevant again. Yeah. No, like, I, I agree, too. And honestly, it's kind of crazy because, like, um, I mean, these apps are always changing, but it's all it's all math. Like, all these algorithms are, like, yeah. like math. Like, I feel like people are like, oh, like, like um, you're, you and your best friend, your, your For You page might start syncing up or your Instagram Explore page gets similar because it's like, yo, they can tell you guys are liking similar stuff and sharing mm-hmm. stuff. So, like, it's not, like... Like, it's a science and it's math to it. Like, people's FYP sync up because, oh, they're sending videos to their friends and you're liking and favoriting the same things. On Instagram, you're saving the same things. Like, Facebook, you're sharing and liking the same things. I mean, these apps are just using math to really show you what you want to see. So, if you have content that does well, it's like, hey, man, like, that that video might do this, like, one day, but three months from now, it might just pop off randomly or, Mm -hmm. like... If you like people are posting about AI right now and chat GPT, it's like, hey, if you posted that stuff two months ago, it's like, what's that? People know now and they're going to tune in. So it's really stuff that like you never know what can happen. And that's why I always say just like, hey, like post through it. Um, And even with music, like songs, I mean, um, 
God, what was that show last year? Stranger Things? Yeah. Um, Running Up That Hill with Kate Bush. I mean, oh, that yeah. show came out in the 80s. You know, I'm sure it was a big hit, but she was making like hundreds of thousands of dollars a week. Yeah. Because of a song that came out 30 years ago. And like, that's that's just how content or any like video YouTube thing works now. Like you never know when your intellectual property, when your content is going to blow up. And that's why I always say post, drop that song, post that post, make that video. Like, like you never know. And like, yeah. you might stumble upon a new passion, a new career, a new source of income. Cause I know we all need that. Right. Right. That That's a great example. And when you mentioned, um, you know, Kate Bush and the song, uh, the other one that I thought of is I, remember the exact song or artist unfortunately but it was like that tiktok about like the guy was like skateboarding drinking some like juice like yeah I yeah, yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah it was a fleetwood max song yes like, yeah like, like right he was like homeless and he got like started getting brand and marketing deals and like that's like great yeah. stuff to see exactly like that just like took like completely just changed his life and then you know fleetwood mac like i'm sure probably the majority of people listening to this have heard of them but I, I want to say, like, I remember reading, like, the song, whatever song was playing, like, it was popular in its day, like, when it came out, but, like, it started, like, you know, topping charts and stuff, like, 20 years after it came out because of the viral video. Yeah. Um, and crazy. we have, like, yeah, and, like, I mean, growing up, like, you've seen the people that have gone viral. There's actually an influencer, a boxer on trend that, you know, I happened to meet um, and talk to a bunch of while. He's he's doing the boxing thing, and he's killing it. Okay. Um uh, his name is Minicon, and he he did like a podcast in the city. He was just talking about it. Like, there's people that go viral and take advantage of it and make careers out of it, and mm-hmm. like, there's some people who don't. So like, it's a whole industry. It's it's how you really you know manifest and take advantage of it. Because I mean, like, we have we have all we've seen all these trends like Bad Baby, Catch Me Outside, and like yeah, like like Damn Daniel, like all these like trends that we grew up with, and like these people. And it's like if you take advantage of the content and your morality, like you can make it. You can make a living off of it. For sure. Definitely. So Ernie, something that I'm I'm kind of interested in is, you know, just from talking to your conversation and, and seeing things you've accomplished and the direction you're going, in my mind, I, I want to say like you've had to add a pretty strong mindset or like mindsets probably had to play a significant role in, you know, how you've become who you are. And I knew I know you you grew up playing sports as well. So I sometimes think like when you have that athletic background, that mindset kind of helps, you know, in terms of goal setting or accomplishing things or just kind of even, you know, manifesting your your dreams and desires. Like how much has mindset played a role in in kind of your journey and and everything that you're doing? Oh yeah, it's everything. Um, I had the, the pleasure and the privilege to see um, my time at Michigan State. I saw Eric Thomas speak. Like he would speak. He did like a a weekly series at Michigan State, um, and uh, he's a motivational speaker, like hip hop preacher. You know, I want as bad as you want to breathe. Um, and, you know, and he talked about life and goal setting, and you know your your mental strength, and like what do you want want out of life? Like what do you want to do? And like how bad do you want to get it? So I think, like, my attitude, like, daily, monthly, like, yearly is, like, hey, like, wh- like, what do I want of my life? Like, what do I want out of my day? Like, what do I want from my music, my content, you know, my, my relationships? Like, everything is, like, like what, like, what do I want? And then what do I need to get it? Because there's, like, there's one thing to have dreams, one thing to have goals. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a process in place, or you don't 
know the process or don't know how to figure out the process. So, I mean, the process, you, you got to have a plan and a process. If you don't know the process, you need to learn the process. Like, because it's one thing to have a goal and to, you know, want to achieve something, but it's like, okay, how do I need to do it? You know, like you can go to the gym and say, Hey, I want a big chest and big arms, but it's like, okay, what exercise do you need to get it? So I like focus my mindset every day of like, okay, this is what I want. Like, how can I achieve it? How can I make it better? Um, how do I go about this? You know, how do I make this awesome song? How do I blow up on TikTok? How do I make sure my family's happy and my homies aren't mad at me? You know, like how, how do I have good relationships? So like, it's all about like wanting something and like how to do it. And I feel like going to that success series with Eric Thomas, like during college was like, definitely life changing and definitely like set me on the right path of saying like, okay, it's one thing to want it, have a dream. It's another thing to like go through the process. And like, sometimes like the most rewarding things in life is, is in the process of it. You know, like it's great having a goal and an end goal and setting stuff like that, but it's not even better to like, you know, have fun doing it. Yeah, definitely. And when you mentioned, you know, knowing how to do things or how you're going to accomplish it or how you're going to get there, do you always find that you know the answer to the how or are there sometimes where you're i i have no idea oh no yeah there's definitely okay. times where it's like i have no idea <laughs> okay so like i was, it's always great getting you know going to places networking like i i'm really grateful for my team down here in fort worth um where there's like trend music and everyone who's worked with trend music and like there's been people at the city of fort worth who's like helped me out i mean there's been like musicians and artists that helped me so it's great to get help from them, but also give back to them, you know, because you got to invest in people who invest in you, show love to people who show love to you. Um, and there's always a way to find out information. I mean, YouTube, TikTok, um, like every artist is going to have influences and in artists that they studied, cover songs that they sang, beats that they rapped on. And like, I feel like anything in life is like, hey, you can find a mentor. Mm -hmm. um, you can find a path. You can find someone who's like, man, like, I want to. You know, I want what they have. Like, I'm going right. to invest in stocks. Well, go read a book by Warren Buffett, you know, stuff right. like that. So I feel like when there's a will, there's a way. And when you want something, you just got to make a plan and get together a process. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And, you know, I, I think that sometimes, you know, people can struggle with almost feeling overwhelmed. Like, hey, I want to accomplish this. And, you know, like like Ernie said, you know, maybe I want to invest in stocks. So you can read a book by, you know, people that, specialize in that but you know you might think like oh there's so many books out there who should i like what author should i read from but honestly i think you know the you just have to start it doesn't necessarily matter per se like just kind of get started just get into it get your feet wet and kind of learn and, and grow and see what you like don't like from there and i think that's um that's kind of a good recipe to start something is that something that like you kind of feel similar on or do you think like you should be more like specific when you start something new yeah, no, definitely just start. I mean, every, okay. everyone starts, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, like life is short, you know, um, just, just, just do it. Like Nike and Phil Knight said, and Shia LaBeouf, just do it. But no, just, <laughs> just start somewhere. Um, and like any progress is progress. Like yeah, some people like trip about like, oh man, they're doing this and I'm doing this. Like man, comparison is a thief of joy. Just focus on yourself. Like it's me versus me. Like, what do I need mm. to do to improve? Like really like look at yourself and say, okay, how, how can I get better than yesterday? Not what they're doing. Um, and also like encourage like 
just start and like reach out to friends reach out to your support group like I feel like a lot of people like aim for the stars with things or like like I know musicians are like man I'm gonna go call Lil Wayne and Eminem for a feature I'm gonna save up all this money to get a feature from them and then you know we're gonna do this or that and I'm like yo you got your homie who's super talented who's way less expensive and who's doing dope yeah. stuff like y'all can help each other grow like right. grow together like i think right. Issa ray the creator of insecure like she talks about a lot she's like man i think i had to go like i need to find someone at the next level and like reach out to them and work with them but sometimes it's like no like reach out to the side and, and bring mm-hmm. everybody up so like i always try to support like independent business owners i mean whether well, it's clothing lines um you know, obviously everyone in the music space and entertainment space, photographers, videographers, clothing lines, creators, podcasters, you know, I just love to support people like doing it independent, you know, doing their grind, um, starting from, you know, somewhere. And then like, we can all help each other grow. Like you're helping exactly. me grow with this podcast, you know, and then I hope I help your podcast grow and people listen to this, you know? So like, I feel like bringing each other up and starting somewhere is 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 where people need to do and then just keep keep going with it stay consistent like oh like hey like i'm gonna do a podcast do it for a year like commit to it for a year see how okay i'm gonna get to like i've had a bunch of um podcast homies here in fort worth they're celebrating 100 episodes like man y'all done 100 episodes like that's awesome like y'all are getting press from the media like y'all are throwing parties y'all getting sponsorships from bars like like that that's like that's awesome you got to celebrate that yeah and you got to like help lift people up because you never know who's, who's the next person that's going to get signed by barstool or whatever but, right you know like i just i just think like hey you got to start somewhere you know grow together with people and just really create a plan exactly i completely agree and i think that ernie you know nailed nailed it on the head right there with just kind of growing and leveling up with with the people in your life and i mean you know whether it's people that you've known all your life and you're you know the best of friends like help each other grow or even if it's just kind of like you know, mutual connections or just people that like you kind of know through a friend. Like, I think that sometimes we get in this mindset that like we have to beat out other people or like we have to be the only one that gets to the top. But at the end of the day, like it's so much better when you're getting to the top of the people that, you know, you, you care about or the people that are on the same wavelength as you. And, um, you know, I, I fully say that, you know, from just even doing this, this episode with you, man, like I just feel grateful and, you know, I feel the uplift from you and your energy. And just, uh, I feel like I'm learning from you. I feel like, you know, you're helping me by, like you said, just kind of giving back to, you know, independent uh businesses or people and you know just to to have someone like yourself who's just killing it in the music scene and content creation to to want to be a part of this man like to me that's an honor and you know the least that i can do is to try to you know give you the platform or to support you and your endeavors outside of this recording you know it's, it's just i think that that's what it's about i think life at the end of the day is just all about that human connection and it's important to just feed into that but make sure it's, it's genuine and it's coming from a place of you know genuine care and and just interest yeah, no, I really appreciate it. And yeah. that's what life's about, man. Like, it's exactly. like we're, we're here. You got to support people and have a positive impact, you know? Exactly. So, Ernie, I, I'm curious. When you first, like, because we just talked about kind of just getting started <coughs> and um, just going for it, you know, and just finding a way to get started. So, like, when you first started your music, uh, I mean, what what kind of, like, equipment were you using? Were you using just kind of, like, basic stuff or, like, your phone? Or, like, did you have um, some, like, a good setup right away? Or what did that look like? Oh, yeah, I was on GarageBand. I mean, yeah. I had, like, it took me a while to get a bike. I remember, I was, shoot, I was in the 
radio in high school, WSDP 88.1. And my first studio session was a contest through them. Okay. And it was like, I mean, you'll know, and people listening will know, like, man, like, this is like a contest for the radio. Like, yeah, we're going to put you in a studio. <clears throat> yeah. I drove with some of the homies at the time. Hey, <laughs> if they're listening, shout out Alan Duckster. But we drove to this studio. It was in, like, this dude's basement. And, like, like the room wasn't soundproof. He, like, put, like, a blanket over, like, this chair. And, like, the mic was just, like, whatever. And I was like, oh, man, this is my first session. So, like, yeah, like, I mean, I was. And then, like, when I first got my first equipment, I mean, it was, like, cheap stuff. And then yeah. I had to learn how to use logic. Like, you, you really just, like, just got to start somewhere. Exactly. I mean, now, like. I mean, I've done professional studios. I mean, I've gotten credits from people who are on classic albums, work with great people. I mean, like, the list goes on. So, like, yeah, I mean, starting out, it was, like, super basic, super low-key, um, super cheap. But yeah. um, definitely now, like, it's, you know, it's gotten better, put some investment and some time in. But, yeah, like, right. I started, like, with the Scarlet and a little MacBook and yeah. a USB mic. Like, it was really, like, you, yeah, it was really super basic stuff see I, I love that because i think that like a lot of people and even i, I you know I'm, I'm not gonna name any names or anything but like i i've had some friends who are like oh, i want to be i want to get into content creation i want to start vlogging or i want to post youtube videos but you know i don't have you know four thousand dollars to go drop on a camera or like a you know a lapel mic or whatever and i'm like in the in the kind of world we're living in now like cell phone quality is insane like just start filming oh, on your man. phone and like just Literally. record on your phone or just like you know just get started because honestly like the beginning of the journey is going to be like probably not great so it's like you know you don't need all that equipment right away literally i mean i shoot all my stuff on my on my phone yeah and a ring light i mean that ring light was probably like 50 bucks on amazon i mean like like i had a million view videos with like my cell phone and a ring light and like yeah. i mean you know i've done some ads on my cell phone and like the companies are like oh yeah it looks great like, all right cool I mean, like, like, especially now, like, I mean, you get an iPhone, probably anything after an 11, you know, I mean, if you get the 12, 13, 14, like you're good quality wise, just get into good lighting and film it and and, and go for it. Cause yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm filming most of my content on a, on a phone. And then like, I mean, if it's a big job, you get a camera, but you could rent those for cheaper than you think. And I mean, yeah, get started. Like if you're listening to this, just, just start tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, really, I know that it can be intimidating and scary or, you know, you're afraid to take that jump, but just get started. And I mean, like, just do it, do it for yourself, do it for fun, give it a shot. Like you never know. And I think the other big piece of advice is like, stay consistent with it. Like if you want to try vlogging, you know, don't just do it once and then be like, oh, I only got five views or I felt kind of weird talking to a camera out in public, like commit to doing it for, you know, I don't know, 20 episodes or for a month or every day for the next like three weeks or something or two weeks, you know, just like don't write it off right away. Give it some time and be consistent with it. Yeah. And I think like, don't, don't burn yourself out starting. Yeah. Uh, like I always tell people like commit to a schedule. Like, mm-hmm. like um, I have a, a lot of artist friends. I'm like, they're like, man, how do I post content this way? I'm like, Hey man, like you don't have to post once a day twice a day like off the bat if you don't want to like try two times a week try three times a week and then like once you get that in a routine like okay i can increase it or i can't and that's that's fine like if you have a podcast like hey like i want to do 
you don't have to do one episode a week. Maybe you want to do two episodes a month, or maybe you just want to plan like a season, like a television show and say, Hey guys, I'm season one. And you do, you know, consistent shows for like 12 weeks and then do a recap of your season and post some highlights. And then, okay. Like you take a break and, you know, take a month off and then another yeah. month you plan and you have another season drop and you do a, two seasons a year, something like that. Like, I just think like consist like consistency over time will, will take you farther and you'll feel yeah. better and healthier about it. And people will get used to seeing it. Like um, there's an artist called La Russell. He talks about artists and content. It's like, man, like people are like, Oh, like this is so new. It's so crazy. It's like, no, nah, man, like you are the media now. Like these are TV mm-hmm. shows. Like every artist, is a TV show now. So you got to right. post the content. So people tune into your show, you set your seasons, you know, you set the plot and people get invested. Cause that's what, you know, the media is now for kids like us, our generation, you know, yeah. the younger generations, like that's, that's what they're, they're doing. They're not watching cable like that anymore. They're on TikTok. Right. So. right. <clears throat> exactly. I, I love that point of just like, you know, having that consistency, having that schedule, but not burning yourself out. I think that like, you know, it's, we, we all have that good intention of like, I just want to hit the ground running hard. And, you know, I just want to do every single day, multiple times a day, you know, whether that's content creation or even, you know, working out or studying for something. But I think like, you know, avoiding that burnout at the beginning, like that's, that, that really is good advice. Honestly, as you said that, I was like, man, like that's something I wish someone told me years ago, or like when I first started my journey and, and kind of my endeavors and stuff, because I think like you just want to change the world in such a short time, but you got to kind of take care of yourself and know your limits and, and make sure that you're doing something that's sustainable for you too. Because if, if you're not, you know, in a good place with, with whatever you're doing, then whatever you're trying to accomplish, it's, it's probably not going to go as well as you hope. Yeah. And I feel like if you have big dreams and aspirations, you're like, Hey man, I want to make this podcast, my business, this living. Yeah. If I want to make music a business, a living, if I want to make content or whatever, like whatever you want to do like if it's a hobby for you cool enjoy it have fun with it you know escape but if you're like hey i want to be an entrepreneur i want to take this as a business like you got to treat it like a business you should have a a five-year plan a three-year plan you know you should talk about you know all the financials and and things like that like that's something personally i've had to like get accustomed to and grow with it's like hey man like it's time to get the llc it's time to level up it's time to you know be organized and you know like have a business plan talk about all the accounting information that I don't like because I don't like math <laughs> that much. But like, you gotta, you gotta start yeah. having those conversations because if it's like, hey man, I want to like take my podcast to be my my income and do a living. It's like, hey man, well, we need we need a business plan. Let's talk right. about your goals. Let's talk about how you're going to generate income. So right, um, yeah, like like I, like I said, like Et said, like there's there's a plan, there's a goal, and then you know how to achieve it. Exactly. And, you know, something kind of with what what Ernie was talking about, of like having those business plans, having those plans and everything, um, something that I want to encourage people. And like, this is honestly something that I struggle with personally, but like, you know, throughout this conversation, Ernie's talked about having a great team. Like, don't be afraid to have a team around you, a team that you you trust, you know, you can rely on. Um, I'm someone that is like, no, I'm just gonna do it myself. I'm going to be completely on my own. I'm not going to rely on anyone else's help. And I don't know, maybe people could argue that that could be a good thing at times. But the point being is like, don't be afraid or don't let like any ego get in the way of like asking for help or like, you know, hiring or bringing on the right people that can help you in certain areas. Because, you know, like even you said, and I'm in the same boat, I'm not a math person either. So it's like, why, why do I want to do the finances if I can bring someone on that I know 
you know, that's their expertise. So don't be afraid to build up those teams and to, to use your resources and to ask for help. Cause I think that sometimes we struggle with it. I know I do, but it can be, it can be really helpful and it can help you kind of focus on what your passion is and what you really feel energized doing. If you have other people to help support in the things that maybe you're not as versed in. Yeah. And I'm all for mutually beneficial relationships and yeah. keyword mutually beneficial relationships. Like, Hey, like, treat people right, you know, do, yeah. you know, do, do live by the golden rule, you know, like if you're you know, doing business with someone like, you know, be upfront with them, you know, communicate with them, but make sure you're both getting something out of it. Right. Um, and if they have a value and they have a price, like respect that either, you know, pay what they're owed as a, as you know, as an entrepreneur, as a, as a person, as a human being, or like find out a way to add value to their life and they'll add mm-hmm. value to yours. Like I'm, I'm all for that. I think like sometimes people want to, you know, discount people's value or like they don't think like oh that's not worth it or that's not worth my time but like if you work with them and y'all can both like help each other out like you scratch my back i scratch your back like it's all it's all for the greater good and it helps you out and everyone grows together yeah 100 percent. i could not say that any better myself uh ernie i I think probably the last question that that came to mind that i'd love to pick your brain on real quick and i know we've kind of touched a little bit about it throughout the whole podcast and throughout our conversation but to anyone that's listening that specifically wants to go into music uh similar to yourself you know what kind of advice do you have for someone that that they want to break into the music industry or they want to get started in music but they're maybe a little unsure how to go about that oh man i mean obviously work super hard but just have that mindset of like ed sheeran's a great story because he's like you know, he was like, okay, I need to write. I want to be a great songwriter. So what did he do? He's like, I'm going to write 10,000 bad songs. I'm going to yeah. get all of my bad songs out the way. So when I hit number 10,000, I'll be great. And I feel mm-hmm. like with music, like, that's what you need to do. Like, you need to make 100 songs. You need to go out there and say, hey, I'm going to make 100 songs. Like, the first 50 or 60 might be bad. But when I get to song 80, I got a hit. Song yeah. 83, another hit. And then by song like 95 through 100, you got five amazing records. Right. So just making as much music as possible, working super hard, and then like networking. Like you don't, like I meet musicians and they're like, yeah, you know, I rap or I sing. It's like, no, bro, like say it with your chest. Like you're an artist, you're a musician, mm-hmm. you rap, you sing. Like your voice is amazing. Cause like no one's gonna believe in you unless you believe in yourself. And yeah. like you're an entertainer. Oh, I'm not a superstar. You gotta act like you're a superstar. Like, yeah. like Taylor Swift is worship. Beyonce are worship. Like, we love Big Sean. Eminem's a legend. Like, like all these people. Like, they're like they're humans just like us, but they wanted to be entertainers and they they started acting like entertainers and behaving like that. So, like, you just gotta work super hard, have that mindset, and really just <clears throat> be an entertainer. Be a superstar before you are a superstar. Yeah. Um, so that that's my advice to anyone who starts in music, because like you, hey, you're you gotta wake up in the mirror and say, hey, like, yeah, I'm. Let's go. I, I do this. I love this. People love my music, and we're gonna change the world. <laughs> I love that. 
man I, I don't know but like i i just got fired up listening to that like you make me want to go into music now <laughs> hey let's go there we go let's do it awesome man well um you know it, it's super cool just to hear about your journey and to get to know a little bit about what you've been up to these days and the direction you're going um to everyone that's listening you know if they want to check out your music if they want to follow along with your journey see your content creation keep up to date with with everything that you're putting out music wise what's what's the best places for people to connect with you and to, to check out all your content and music yeah so um i'm streaming on all music platforms spotify apple music amazon title all of that it's ernie i-t-s-e-r-n-i-e -E. i pop right up listen to the music hit me up let me know what you think about the song um for content um on instagram i have it's ernie two underscores on tiktok it's just it's ernie i-t-s-e-r-n-i-e -E. same as facebook you'll search it's ernie i'll pop up um, on Instagram, I also have a crazy bars I've heard page, which is just crazy bars I've heard spelled out. Um, okay. You know, so follow, tune in for the content. Um, let me know what you think of the content and the music, and I'm, I'm real approachable to reach out. And you know, I hope to have a shows all over the country soon to meet everybody and connect with different people. Awesome. I love it. And you know, to everyone that's listening, everything that Ern just dropped with his socials and streaming platforms. I'm going to put that in the description of this episode. So um, it'll be down there. Go down there, click it, check it out, go connect. And if you are in that kind of like aspiring musician phase or you're thinking about doing it, uh, like Ernie said, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. I guarantee you if you if you send him a message and say like, hey, like I heard you on the podcast, I'm, you know, I'm new to music. I don't know where to start or like, you know, I'm, I just have a question. I guarantee he's more than happy to take the time out just to answer a question, fire you a message, give you some advice or something. Um, at the end of the day, you know, I, I've, I've come to know Ernie to be a, just a really great stand up person who just wants to see others succeed, um, you know, especially in the fields that he loves too. So don't, don't be afraid to reach out, but um, please do definitely connect with him there. Check out his music, stream his music. I know that there's going to be a lot uh, of good music coming to in the future. Oh, yes, sir. Most definitely. I appreciate that, Zach. And yeah, y'all reach man. out, hit me up. Awesome, man. Well, Ernie, as we're wrapping it up, uh, any last words that you want to leave our listeners with tonight? No, man. I appreciate y'all. Stay tuned. We got more music, more content on the way. And hey, enjoy your day. It's a new month, new opportunities, you know? There we go. I love it. All right, my man. Well, appreciate it. Um, it was great talking to you. I know you said you're, you're planning on doing shows all over the country. So next time you're home and in our state of Michigan, uh, you know, we're going to link up for sure. And I'm, I'm going to be right at that show. But uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. You're doing some great things. The music's great. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be bumping it from here on out. Hey, sounds good, man. Yeah, I'll see you soon at the homecoming show for sure. All right, you take care. See you later. You too. Peace. Bye.